Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2005's Brokeback Mountain, directed by Ang Lee and starring Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I watched Hoop Dreams. Excellent. Yes. What a great movie. You know, um, I remember Roger Ebert picked it as the best movie of the 1990s. He did. It was his decade topper. Right. It's and <laughs> you know, it, it's it's cool too that like Steve James would go on to like make the documentary about Ebert's life. Um, I think it's called Life Itself in 2014. He made that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, obviously, when when someone like that admires your movie that much, I mean, you know, you probably just kind of like, oh my god, you know, it it, it really it really helped things along. Right. So, um, yeah, and everybody should check out Hoop Dreams because it's it's just one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, and it, it will really stay with it's you. It's fantastic, and to have someone like Roger Ebert mm-hmm. say it's his favorite movie of that ten year span. I mean, and that, it's a documentary. Yes, that is high praise. Yeah, you know, huge. So, uh, yeah, and and please, everybody check it out. It's it's great. Everybody watch Hoop Dreams for sure. Yep. Um, I caught something a little less prestigious. Okay, it was nineteen eighty four Silver Bullet. The Stephen King adaptation. With Gary Busey? With Gary Busey and Corey Haim in a wheelchair. Wow, yeah, that's right. Named the Silver Bullet. That's right. Gary Busey builds him a motorcycle version that can go, what, full speed? Yeah, it's a a very... It's definitely illegal. It's It's unsafe and illegal and irresponsible. Yes, you... Oh, my God. And that's the plot. But that's the kind of movie we're watching here. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Within the first minute, a werewolf decapitates someone, so... Fucking awesome! Yeah, the movie is a ride. Yeah, the, the it, movie it's is such a good time. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. That yeah, very entertainment, Dave. <laughs> and, um, but it might not be the best movie, but right. it's definitely a great movie. Yep, I'll it's a lot of fun, much. and Gary Busey is a lot of fun in it too. Yeah, um, and, as like the twisted uncle. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, that's just naturally kind of exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everybody, if if you want a cheesy horror movie that gives you all everything you want. Um, watch Silver Bullet. Yep. Let's watch something else now, Dave. Let's talk about Brokeback Mountain. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, so this is Ang Lee's adaptation of the short story written by Annie Prue, uh, in which two cowboys, uh, who are tending sheep on an isolated mountain develop a, a complex romantic relationship. And the relationship continues for years afterward, and they have to keep it a secret and carry on, uh, double life as husbands and fathers. This is a very important landmark in film history because um, such a movie had never been given like this wide of a release or marketed this way to a general audience before. So we're going to try to analyze the movie and talk about its impact. Yeah. And what a fantastic movie this is. Yes. Um, I guess before we get into it, we're celebrating Pride Month here. That's right. uh, Stay tuned all month for themed movies. Yes. Much whether or not related to pride, this movie's just freaking amazing. It's a masterpiece, it's a, no matter a what. Wonderful yeah. romantic movie, yeah. a wonderful tragedy. Stellar performances from everyone involved, even the secondary characters. Right. Um, but yeah, it starts off in the 1960s in Wyoming. Yep. On Brokeback Mountain, that's what the mountain's named, and uh, we get Jake Gyllenhaal who plays Jack, and Heath Ledger who plays Ennis, and they are kind of just cowboys looking for some work for the summer. And they go to this mountain, and they have to go watch over the herd of sheep. Right. And that's where they meet. And, um, boy, I could watch so much more of the herding sheep sequences. Yeah. You know, um, (laughs) it's just, it's so majestic, like, the way they film it. And I know it's hard backbreaking work. Definitely. Obviously, you know. Um, But I'm always fascinated by it because, like, you, you... 
it's not just that you see like the thousand sheep, you know, going up the hill yeah. and like, you know, Ennis and Jack riding around it. You get to see the dogs uh, doing the herding. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it's always interested me that, that dogs know how to do this on instinct. Yeah. They, they just know how to herd sheep and, and keep them safe. Um, man, it's what, pretty cool. Yeah. And sheep are so timid by nature. Right. I watched Jake Gyllenhaal talking about this. He's like, you can just walk out there and open your arms up and the sheep cower in fear. Just run away. <sighs> like you have so much power. Yes. <laughs> These dogs just like walk by them and they're like, nope. And they go the other way. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and you, and you can see how like that. And because of that, because of their nature, they'd be like, you know, uh, very uh, easy prey for for a wolf. Yes, and that's um, why they're up there. Yeah, they're, exactly. To protect the herd from the wild dogs that live up there. Yes, coyotes, wolves, whatever's going on. Right, so. and in the summertime when you have to like put get your sheep up the mountain, um, you know, because they they so they can graze and they can be you know ready for the for the for the fall and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like you have you can't just put them up there and then like leave them to to be prey for for. Uh, other predators right um you have to have somebody tending them and like that's that's jack and ennis's job is to yeah. tend the sheep i don't know much about herding sheep but they have like spray paint on their backs yeah wouldn't that ruin the wool like <laughs> i i don't know if it's like it, it might not be meat? it's like I, mutton <laughs> yes yeah, so they're, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be made into euros at some point probably but um Mm-mm. yes <laughs> But as far as the the spray paint, I I don't. It's like it's kind of like when you brand cattle. I mean, yeah. it's a it's it's a less cruel way to do it, I guess. But um, maybe it just it just it indicates to other ranchers who's who the yeah. sheep belong to. Well, they get tangled up that one point, and I'm like, the spray paint's nice to have on there, but it's like that's you're ruining your product. At least I know. At least that's what I would think. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, maybe and if, just that piece of the wool isn't going to be that's harvested. That's my main takeaway from this movie, Dave. <laughs> The the process of running a sheep business. You know, it's a legit concern. (laughs) Yeah, these guys are ruining their business. Exactly. Randy Quaid needs to get it together. (laughs) Yes, in more ways than one. (laughs) That's true. Poor Uh, Randy. Yes, uh, right. (laughs) He's hardly in this movie, but yeah. Right. Um, Personally, definitely. Yes. So yeah, this is where their love affair begins. Right. On the mountain. And and it's, it's a... The way their relationship develops is kind of unlike any other romantic film I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, there is no meat. There, there's not really, there's no meat cute, of course, because that's not what this movie is. Right. But there's also, it's just two people getting to know each other. Um, and it's realistic. Yes. They have conflicts. I mean, there, there's, there's the moment where, um, cause the, the whole point is that, you know, you have like the, the camp where there's, there's a, uh, uh, it's like their base camp. And then one, one guy goes up the mountain mm-hmm. and has to like tend the sheep all yeah, day long. Stay there all night, make sure the dogs don't come and kill yep. them and all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guy stays back and like, uh, makes food, you know, and yep. they, you have to switch up. But like at one point, uh, Jack is mad when he gets back to base and he's like, you know, trying to, he wants to have, supper uh-huh. and and ennis isn't there because ennis had gone down the hill again to get other supplies from randy quaid's other guys yeah and uh when he did so uh there was a bear which spooked the mules and ennis had to spend the whole day like chasing the mules down and getting and re- trying to gather all the supplies he could because yeah. the supplies went all flying he also like hit his head on a rock mm-hmm. and um they're they're mad at each other for the moment at least but um, it's, it's just great that it's not, it's not like a hundred percent them being nice to each other at all times. Yeah. And then, you know, like something happens. They're both in a crappy situation. Yes. They put themselves there. So right. they, they're dealing with it. But man, 
imagine the struggles of just doing that. It's like, it sucks. Man. I know. And, and, and yeah, they, they, they did put themselves there, but like at the same time, I mean, I, obviously these guys come from a background where yeah. this is your only chance. This is your only way to work. Right. You know? and, and there are confrontations, like you said, but they're also be- becoming more and more friendly with each other. Yeah. More and more open with each other. Yep. They're trusting each other. And this is how you build a strong relationship. Right. This kind of foundation. That's Trust tr- on all angles. Being honest with You're each other. You're seeing everyone open from all sides. That's true. Um, the good and the bad. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of what sparks it all, yeah. I think. Uh, and why it lasts so long. You see this relationship go on for decades. They're they're really, um, I mean, they're they're best friends and lovers, of course. But like, yeah, they they when they can get together, they can just sit in silence too, and you never see them more honest than when they're together. You're right. When they're with their wives, when they're anywhere else, yes, they're a little clammed up. More honest than anyone else, of course. Right. Like he's kind of even without this relationship. He doesn't show any emotions the way he was raised. I mean, I right. think showing emotion was not allowed. Exactly. Jake, Jack, played by Jake on yes. the other hand. Right. <laughs> He's a very uh, open guy. Yep. Definitely saying his feelings, letting it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And he's okay with their relationship. Yes. And, and you get the feeling that, like, I mean, I guess we can just get into it now. There's, there's been a lot of debate about, like, whether the guys, you know, what, what their real sexuality is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the prevailing theory is that Jack is definitely gay and Ennis, you know, is only gay because he's with Jack. Like that's his that's if if Jack hadn't come along, Ennis would never yeah. have had a, a male sex relationship. Probably. And, that's it's, how I, feel and about I, it. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, and Jack, like, makes a declaration, you know, like, like, I think what you're pointing to is probably the end thing where 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 they kind of have that, that breakup. Yeah. Um, and he just full on says, you know, um, look, when he says. He makes the I, I wish I knew how to quit you speech. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the way he pours his heart out and essentially tells, you know, Ennis that, that uh, I miss you so bad sometimes it hurts. Yep. And like you don't say that to someone unless you wanted your whole life to be just around them. Yes. You know, and and he's told people that's what he wanted. Yep. Really. I mean, he said things to his dad, not blatantly open about being yes. gay with this man, but. Just I'm, we're, me and my buddy are going to run this ranch together. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, he's open about that stuff. Ennis hides everything. Right. He hides everything. Every aspect of his entire life he keeps hidden from people. Even stuff he, that has no need to be hidden. Right, exactly. You know, it's just he's so private. He makes excuses all the time for right. why he won't do things, and he always blames it on work. I got to work. Yep. You know, I can't. Can't go to my daughter's wedding because I have to go up on the roundup. Man, uh, that is just. Yeah. Which, which at, that's the very end of the movie, folks. I guess we'll get there at one point. Yeah. He ultimately, he does decide he'll go to the wedding. Right. But, um, we'll get there when we get there because there's a lot to say about that stuff, too. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the, I feel like the way this love affair starts is wonderfully fantastic. Okay. Um. So they're they're. Like we said, they're split up. One's camping up the mountain. One's at home base. Yeah. So Jake, Jack. I keep calling them Jake. Yeah, it, it, that, so close. I to know Jack. they they really should have done something yeah, about I those know, names, right? right? But anyway, yeah. Jack <laughs> is complaining because he has to keep going up there. Then Ennis says, "I'll switch," and he goes up there. And then 
They're in just a shitty situation, right? No one wants to be doing this. For a whole summer, yeah. For a yeah, whole summer. That, and oh. then, so eventually they camp, they get drunk and friendly and stuff, and they end up sleeping in the same tent at the home camp, which is against the rules. Yes. Because the flock is up there by themselves. Something bad can happen. You're not supposed to do it. Yep. So they're in the tent together. It's freezing cold. And Jack takes Ennis's arm and kind of pulls it over him. He's behind him. So he's, like, spooning him now. And Ennis wakes up, and it's kind of like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Right. And uh, Jake – oh, my God. Dude. Just roll with <laughs> yeah, me, people. Okay. If I say Jake yeah. or Jack, you yeah. know what I'm talking right. about. <laughs> <laughs> kind of grabs him, like, no, it's okay. And Ennis is kind of hesitant. He's like, well – I'm not against it, but he's trying to get away, but he's not. You know what I mean? I know. Um, he's unsure. Yeah. And then eventually they they have sex. Right. Ennis kind of throws Jack down and takes him from behind, and they, I guess, end the night that way. They, they, they constantly Exactly. Yeah. They, they, they do the thing, and then they, and then they fall asleep. Yeah. And, boy, you know, Jack making this move. Pretty bold. I mean, you know, like, because yeah. nothing that, lead, that led up to this, it was just them getting friendly together and having drinks and, you know, shooting that elk. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, th- there, was, there was nothing that, like, led you to believe before this that, that you know, Ennis wasn't get what, what kind of vibes was he giving off that, like, yeah, Jack would, 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 you know, do something, you know, like this forward. That's true. Um, but there must have been. Always there. read the room right. You see later. He's that's trying true. To get a guy at a bar, and he's like, "No, nope, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. dude." Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's pretty bold. I know. Um, and you know it. And you're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, he, he could kill you and just make something up. Exactly. It's it was it was really quite the the uh, quite a limb to go out on, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and and it. it Obviously, it, it was it was the right thing, yeah. um, and he was he was correct. But like, it just it the first time I saw this movie, I was like, "Oh, dude, what are you doing?" You know, because yeah. there needs to be more. That we need to have like a, a thing where they where they're you know getting closer and all that stuff, or maybe right. they hug or whatever. No, no, he's just gonna write onto you know, "Hey, let's have sex." Right. If you didn't know this movie is what it was, the yeah. quote unquote gay cowboy movie, right? As they dubbed it right, um, wrongfully so. Yes, it's much more than that. Um, you wouldn't. You'd be afraid. What's going to happen in this scene? Right. But because you know what this movie's about, you you know that it's going to be okay. Yeah, of course. Um, but man, yeah, that, that's a dangerous call right there. <laughs> right. Um, and then eventually it becomes they 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 embrace it. Yep. Ennis embraces it. He's the one who's got to embrace it. You know, Jack's yeah. all in. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. And they they there there's a problem of course when they like the next morning when when Ennis goes up the mountain and finds you know one of the sheep uh we only see one sheep that's been slaughtered but obviously i mean it's probably more than that yeah um and it's been disemboweled a dog got it wild dog got it yeah something. yep um and and the one of their dogs is it's kind of a nice touch one one of their dogs one of their dogs the sheep yeah. uh, sheep dogs is like sitting next to it and kind of like mm-hmm. and it was like oh man that's 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 tough yeah uh but um, he looks. He's like, "Fuck you, Ennis." Exactly. I know exactly. <laughs> what were you guys doing? That? Jeez, man, we're living up you, here. I hope uh, you feel guilt about exactly, this. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Having a great time down there, yeah. all, the, all, all your stuff, and then we were up here like doing all the work. Great, thank you. <laughs> the dogs giving exposition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they 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 make a kind of a 
a pact. Like they're 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 both now on the mountain, sitting next to each other, and yeah. like they they just essentially. Ennis says to Jack, you know, that he's not gay. Yeah. And uh, and Jack still not. I mean, he he's he's open about you know who he is and everything, but yeah. he's still obviously it's the 1960s and he knows he can't just make a declaration. Right. He says it's nobody's business but ours. Yeah. Um, yep. And then. And it says it's a one-time thing. It's a one-time thing, there. exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then we get like a much more tender scene between them, like after this, where yeah. where it's now back in the tent again, and and it really it's not a thing where you know um, they're just kind of like it's not um, a spur of the moment. No, no, it's it's it like leads to something. You know, you it, it kind of uh, builds a little bit. And uh, before, it's very important to note that they didn't kiss in the original scene. No, no, they like did not. they, it was just, it was almost like they were wrestling around, and then it led to sex. Yeah. Um. This this looks much more like you know what would happen if you. It's a very good second time doing exactly. stuff. Exactly. This isn't you know? like we're both drunk at the bar and right. go back to my place. Right. It's we, we are plan. We've planned this. Yes. Almost like we're gonna have a lovely evening and. Uh, embrace at the end of the night when and you're with both willing to do this exactly and when you're with somebody and you know, like like it starts to get sometimes the first time sucks yeah you know it it often does yeah. um thing yeah and you when know? you have that romantic connection with yes. it it does amplify it it makes it far better it than really just a, a one and done type thing yes it really is better to know somebody and have and have feelings and care about somebody and it does make the act better mm-hmm. and you can really tell in this scene like that they that they are much more at home with themselves and they're they're clearly enjoying it more than they did the previous one mm-hmm. yeah and like you said this time they they do kiss yep again ennis is a little hesitant on that right but then once they do i mean he's all in on it yep he goes he goes right for it yeah um, and it's and it's really it's really it's beautifully shot and um, obviously it's um, well it previously in in movies that had gay content um, you would always like have the camera pan away when yeah. things got going right. this doesn't do that it just like shows it to you here it is mm-hmm. and they call like a haze code exactly yeah. <laughs> yes um, you know they 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 don't do that here they this time it's like hey here this is what it looks like and. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know? Yep. And um, I believe Randy Quaid finds out what's going on. Yes. He comes and spies on him, sees him wrestling around shirtless, and kind of puts two and two together. Right. And then news comes that they're coming down from the mountain and uh, going to lose a whole month's pay. Ennis is pretty mad about it. Which is just, I mean, the idea that, like, I mean. I think he's mad that he won't have more time with Jack. That's what I think. Oh, he really definitely. That, 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 well, I was about to say the yeah. exact same thing. I yeah. mean, like that's what's underneath all this because yeah. they end up like like Jack makes a lasso and they kind of like start gonna do it's like so a so sweet. I mean, He's it's like, a very on, nice cowboy. thing, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god! And and you're thinking, oh, this is gonna be lovely, and then it turns into a fight. You it know, it does because that's what that's how Ennis responds, right? With uh, confrontation in his life. Yep. Anger, fighting. That's how he deals with his emotions. And they both like just they they it's a pretty brutal fight. I mean, it's only oh, like yeah, a couple of shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like um, they, Ennis, like you said, is really upset at losing a, a month's pay, but also because he's not going to be able to be with Jack. Right, that's his excuse this time. Yes, um, and the only way he knows how to express that emotion is to you know is with violence. Yep, because that's all he knows. 
and because um, that's what his father taught him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, fucking great dad there. Oh we find God. out later on that like that that Ennis and his brother were forced to look at um, a hate crime, essentially. Yes. In which um, like. Two 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 guys who were like Jack and Ennis, who were you know like uh, yeah. having a same sex relationship, they were found out, and um, one guy was pulled um, by a truck uh, with with like a rope tied around his genitals. Yes, and um, and the body was left Until in a ravine. Until they came off, is what he said. Yep, yep. Whew. And you see the the body there, like oh yeah, there's a flashback cut, right. cut to them as kids Exa- looking yes. at the body. Yes, exactly. And you see it. You see the, the I mean, the guy's pants are down, and he's he's like it's just blood where is where on his crotch. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's really it's brutal, and the idea of showing that to an eight year old, um, and telling them to look at it and saying you know remember this and and you know. Uh, make sure that your uh, life doesn't take this turn. I mean, yeah, jeez. Uh, yeah, he comes out with this story on his next meeting with right. Jack, and he even says, "My dad made sure me and my brother seen it." For all I know, he had done the job. He had done the job. Yeah, which is uh, probable. Yes, likely. Yeah. Yep. Very likely. Yep. Oh God. I know. Damn, I know. And they do. So they do come off the mountain. Um and. And just before they go down the mountain, they, mm-hmm. they, there was that snowstorm, which happens in August. Yeah. The, the idea that, like, Dude, I mean, just... It's... You're up on the mountain in Wyoming? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, really like thick snow. snow. I mean, good Lord. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. Um, but they, they come down the mountain, and they, they part ways mm-hmm. for about four years. Yeah. Um, and they oh just... They have lives after this, you know? This coming back to reality moment. Yeah. Is... It's heartbreaking because they get down there. They got to say goodbye to each other. It's like you're leaving summer camp, never going to see your friends again. You yeah. know, um, you come back next summer. I don't know. I guess I'll see you around. And they kind of just hurriedly part ways because yep. they don't want to make it any harder than it already is. Yeah. They both know there's more feelings here than just sex. Right. 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 Um, Jake <laughs> drives away. Dude. <laughs> Drives away in his truck looking at Ennis in the rearview mirror. Ennis is just walking because he doesn't have a truck there. Right, right, right. He could easily give him a ride, but he doesn't. That was that was a weird thing I remembered, too. The first time I saw it, I was like, why doesn't he get... Well, I Be, mean... Well, because he that's, doesn't He think it's appropriate, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's too afraid to. Ennis is walking off, and he runs into an alley because now he's realizing he's coming out of this fantasy adventure he's been on. Right. And going back to his normal life where he's getting married to Michelle Williams, which I wish that was my life. Um, <laughs> yes. So he. Uh, <laughs> we just went on he, a whole thing about Mitzi Fableman like a couple oh weeks God, ago. Dude. So, yeah. We'll awesome. Get it, we'll get to Michelle Williams here in a minute. Yeah. Um, but uh, he his, his stomach, he can't take it. Right. He, he goes into an alley and starts vomiting. Not only because I don't think it's because he's. Like, oh, no, I had sex with a man. No. I don't think it has anything no. to do with that. It's like, I may never see this man again. Exactly. And now I have to go back to my life that I thought was fine, but it's not. And it's vomiting and crying. Yes, at the you same know, time. And, and it's he like... tells that guy to fuck off. Exactly. Because some guy comes yeah. over, hey, what's going on? He's like, fuck off! You know? Yeah. And, like, it's... To, to know that you you are fully in love with somebody and you had to say goodbye to them just now and it yeah. wasn't a very good goodbye and you, and you know may never see and them you may again. never see them again I mean oh. like yeah in that moment you are gonna probably just want to physically shake and cry yeah. right because oh that's God. that's all you can do 
Wow. Um, because now you have to pretend the rest of your life that, that, you know, what just happened didn't happen. Yeah. You know, right. and like whenever, whenever we, we lose love or whatever, I mean, yeah, for, for days afterward, I mean, geez, Jesus. it's, it's like, it's, it's a you horrible can't even feeling. Move. I know it's you physical there, pain. Right? Yeah. Your body can't function properly. Right. Dude. I mean, uh, yes, it's the, horrible. It's the, this scene is so heartbreaking. Yep. I mean, there's so many heartbreaking moments in this movie. Oh man. I know. Um, yeah. So then it kind of just smash cuts to uh, the wedding with Michelle Williams, yep. man. Alma. And the next probably 10, 15 minutes of this movie is them, the next four years flashing by. Right. You know, they're they're getting married to their wives. They're having kids, you know. And it's kind of, it's really beautiful montage, too. It is. It's um, great. Like, you see mostly Alma and Ennis um, in, like, kind of uh, developing. The, like, they, they have a good marriage at first. I love when you find out that they're pregnant. Instead of, like coming out with a pregnancy test or no. something they're at a drive-in watching yeah. a movie yeah. and then uh she like feels a kick in her stomach and she's like oh my god and makes ns feel it like, right I, right i love that scene it's really cool because i don't you don't see it presented that way really you see like them finding out they're having a baby yeah this they already know they're just like oh it's a kick and they touch it yep exactly I love that. yeah that's right they already knew that they they, they were of gonna course, have a baby yeah. right um and like and this is all happening like uh ns stayed in wyoming in riverton Yes. And Jack moved down to Texas. For the rodeo. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and he meets his bride-to-be, who was uh, another, uh, like, a, a equestrian... Uh, yeah, she's, uh, I think it's called barrel riding? Barrel riding, yes. Something uh, like that? Right. It's Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Um, Loreen. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and him and Loreen have a different relationship than Alma and Ennis, but it's... Uh, like they 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 fast they they quickly fall it's, it's, in love. It's hot and fast love affair. Exactly. Get married. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they shouldn't have, but they did. <laughs> yes. Because <you know. laughs> there's just an overpowering physical attraction in that night. Later on, you when know. when Heath and Jake have met up again, this is much later. This is probably when they do the breakup. Actually, like he says, you know, me and Lorraine, our our marriage can be handled over the phone. Yeah. Like. That's how bad it is. Oh yeah, of course. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you can really tell. I mean, just in the whenever, whenever uh, Jack and Loreen are, are in the same room. I mean, they they don't show tell, a lot yeah. of tenderness toward each other. They they're they're not mean or whatever. They're they're not nasty. It's more but, of a business transaction. Yeah, exactly. Know? It's very yeah. transactional. Uh huh. And like I, I don't think she knows fully what he is, but she certainly I think she knows. Has an idea. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. But she she definitely knows that he's not. Uh, like besotted with her and that there's something else on his mind. Right. Well, especially later when Ennis calls and talks to her on the phone. Like yes. We were friends and stuff. Like, right. She, she, she gets the picture. Yeah, yeah exactly. She knows. Right. That's uh, heartbreaking too, man. Cause when he says we, we were old friends, like, she almost chokes up on the phone. You yeah. see her face. Like she almost just bursts into tears when he says that. Right. Cause she's like, man, this, so this is the man that this is where his love was. Yeah. Not me. Oh my God. <sighs> I'm getting like goosebumps, Dave. I, I, I see them. Even... Holy shit, there they are. <laughs> oh, God. Or they're high. Right? <laughs> right, exactly. It's goosebumps. Right. Ugh. Oh, man. Um, yeah. The, uh, I might break into tears on this one, people. It's, I mean, dude, it's, it has to happen at some point. It's Almost so 200 good. episodes is coming. I mean, point. when I watched it again, I mean, of course. I know. I, did, I, but... I choked up too, especially yeah. with the Willie Nelson song at the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and. Like they, they, as the years kind of tick off and everything, uh, Jack sends Ennis a postcard that just says, you know, Hey buddy, yeah. this has been a while, you know, let's get yep. together. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to be up in Wyoming. What if, if you're around, well, let's get a drink. And, and, uh, I love Ennis's reply on his postcard. It just says, you bet. <laughs> cause that, cause that's how Ennis talks. That's how he is with words. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, 
They... Hell, that's the most I said all year. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, man, what a voice on Heath Ledger. I, dude, when... Okay, so I went to Kansas City for work uh, a few months ago or something. Okay. And I had a guy in the warehouse walking around with me and stuff. He sounded exactly like Ennis. Wow. I was like, dude. Get a whole a set of pipes. I mean, I'm here with Ennis Del Mar. Right, man. Exactly. Dude, cycle counts. <laughs> right. Nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, but uh yeah, the, the like just the the, the timber and the, he just yeah. gets it right. And he and man, it's like it's like smooth jazz listening to this guy talk, you I know. Mean, the people who thought he couldn't do a joker. How do you th- what he's have you seen how good this guy is he's a, an amazing yeah. talent you know and like and you look at every character he played over his career they're all completely different right. you know it yeah. just it, he he was really really something special yeah um oh man yeah but yeah they meet meet up again right and the scene when oh my god dude ennis is waiting by the window yeah waiting for jack to show up he's probably on his Eighth pack of cigarettes. I was about to say the exact same. Th- yes, exactly. He's, he's like twelve beers in because he can't. He's so anxious. He's chain smoking. He's drinking beer after beer after beer, just waiting for this this guy to come here. And, and he, Michelle Williams is sitting there with the kids. Like she has never seen him this excited for anything in his entire life. <laughs> I guarantee you. Yes, I guarantee it. And and she's kind of like she just knows that oh his you know uh, Ennis's buddy is coming over and yeah, they're gonna go get friend. a drink you so, know whatever yeah, it's not okay unusual right to be excited oh man like my old best friend I haven't seen in ages yeah. we're gonna hang out right yeah, and she's you're, just you're she's just tending to the children in the background yeah. you know and then like she just kind of looks at him occasionally and yeah about the 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 bottles that are lined up uh-huh. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's had I mean at least eight beers while waiting and that. I mean, like if you've, if man, it's, it's a really gross feeling. And I, and yeah. when, um, when Jack finally pulls up in his truck uh-huh. and Ennis runs downstairs, like if you're in this state, oh but you're still that excited again yeah. and he goes down there and he does Jack something twist. surprising. Yes. Jack yeah. fucking twist. Uh, <laughs> he surprises Jack. By like they they hug how how open he was on this and then he yeah. just comes in and like lays this kiss on this guy he he's smart enough to say maybe I shouldn't do it right in the middle of the street in front of my wife right not that it's a good decision to be cheating on someone with your wife no of course not but uh, he goes to the side thinking all right now we're out of you and they're not definitely not and Mich- oh dude talk about heartbreak Michelle Williams opens the screen door to come out and like meet him i guess yeah and sees them in the corner making out right and god damn talk about a performance like yeah her face just drops yes and yes. she backs into the apartment again speechless right it's and, um oh my god because it's it's a it's a huge betrayal obviously yeah. you know of of i mean you're, you're married you're married to this person and, and they're doing this and I she mean, just saw how excited he was yeah i bet you he has never been that excited to do something with her. Oh my God. Like she has to feel like nothing at this moment. Cause it's those things you just mentioned and knowing that she doesn't know this man, like yes. he's a different person, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the, the, the man she fell in love with doesn't actually exist, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. to know, yeah, that like you don't arouse that kind of passion in the person that you're married to. Um, and you see someone else does. I mean, good lord, you know. Oh my god. What what a what a 
it, it's it's a gut punch. This is an all time heartbreaking Michelle Williams performance. Yep, and she's done plenty of. Oh them, yeah, folks I out mean, there. geez, Michelle Williams has a career like the, the Wendy and Lucy, like yep. Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Oh my God! Incredible work. And and this is earlier in her early oh, in yeah, her career. This is you way know? earlier. This is and just off Dawson's Creek, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, her and and her and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Like they they're really both coming early. off like you know they're they're kind of younger career performances, yeah. and now it's just immediately like bam, they're great dramatic actors. And yeah, this uh, was probably the turning point for all these people. Really, I mean, they're yes. all pretty young still. That's true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I I read that Anne Hathaway did her audition in her Princess Diaries costume. <laughs> really? Yeah. She was she was making <laughs> the movie, amazing. and she walked in and just read, "Okay, yeah, I'm here for uh, Lorene," you know, yeah. and. They were like, okay, and and she, yeah, nailed it. Oh my it. god! <laughs> I don't know why people give crap to Anne Hathaway. I think she's wonderful. I I don't know either. Uh, she is a she's an exceptional actor. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think she's great. So anyway, they uh get ready to go to the bar. Yeah, and they they go. <laughs> and then there's this this scene where like just it just the there's an exterior of a motel and you go inside Ugh. and and the guys are there they're laying there they're laying on there on each other's chest yeah you know? like just embracing yeah just like snuggle uh, cuddling it's in the bed coitus yes yeah and uh, and they're they're talking about what's been going on for the last four years yep. you know and um, completely vulnerable completely open yeah exactly like y- y- it's weird to see like Ennis being this way yeah you know because you could picture Jack having this kind of like you know great feeling and everything he he's the romantic emotional lead, yes you know yes. Ennis is the hesitant you know unsure romantic lead Ennis is a Gary Cooper strong silent type yeah you know? yeah yeah the, the strong silent type is the perfect way to play yes it. yeah and to see him like uh be he's even like the passive version in in this like in this scene he he's laying on Jack you yeah. know Jack has got his arm around him he's right. he's like being embraced from behind that way yeah um and like they're talking about, you know, how this, you know, I think Jack says something about like, uh, he tries to downplay it at first, you know, like I didn't think this was going to happen. And then he stops and goes, Oh hell, I knew it was going to happen. I floored it the whole way here. I was like, Oh wow. You know, it's, it's like, and they kind of laugh about it. Oh my God. It's and so great. It is. And then they get back and they're going to go, they, we're going to go fishing. We're going to go fishing. And he's, and, and is going through the house, like, and, he has no idea, of course, that Alma knows. No. And he's and he's going to ditch work, apparently, to do this? God, fuck this guy, dude. I mean, come on, dude. What are you doing? All right, all right. Here's my hot take. <laughs> okay. I've had this for years. Okay. Ennis Delmar is one of the cruelest characters in cinema history. Okay. The way he treats people yeah. is unforgivable. Yeah. He, he treats his wife like garbage. He treats Jack like garbage. He treats his daughter like crap. I know. All because he's too afraid of showing his emotions. He's, he's uh this he is cruel, man. I know. He he's kind of incapable of love yeah. in, in in a lot of ways. And uh yeah, I know. I I am I'm, I'm especially with you with Alma. Yeah. I I yeah. I'm like I I think that I think that it's more complicated with Jack, but with Alma especially he has to even even if he doesn't know that Alma knows. Yeah. That that's no excuse to carry on the way he does, yeah. and he could have come home and like been a little bit more forthright. Instead, he's just right, racing yeah. through the house, packing scene, a bag. Yeah, it's like we're going fishing. All right, bye. Right, right. Like, what about work? Well, that's fine. That that rancher, yeah. he owes me. Oh know. my god! And like, there's this scene. He's like, he's like 
the whole time he's talking about how important it is for him to go to work, he takes the kids to yes. Michelle Williams' yeah. job. Oh my and gosh. Like, yeah, you have to take them because I got to go to work. Right, right, exactly. But in this moment, he's like, no, work's fine. I, I can miss work. <laughs> asshole i mean dude and oh my god and, and i mean like if if you if you're supporting a family no wonder michelle williams fucks her supervisor dude <laughs> a, a very nice man not that you see that but like later he's her new yeah man yeah at thanksgiving monroe is yeah. now is, is now her husband monroe. yeah <laughs> great <laughs> love it but yeah we're kind of jumping all over the place right, right now because right. man um, but yeah he he runs in like yeah we've we're going fishing we might not be back for a while see you later bye it's he almost doesn't even like you know say goodbye to his kids this is kids. like the next morning yes michelle williams like their their daughter comes up and it's like daddy look and he like grabs the daughter and just hands her to michelle right oh my god right like i i don't have time for this and then in one of the best like you already mentioned like uh michelle williams uh initial reaction to seeing jack and ennis making out mm-hmm. this is my favorite moment of hers is when when mm-hmm. Ennis leaves, mm-hmm. like she just does this great gesture where she puts her hand over her mouth and is kind of like, like just, you know, she knows that this is, she can't believe it. Exactly. She, she's in disbelief and she knows her whole life is going to change, you know, she's even though like, it doesn't happen for years afterwards. She's gasping but, for breath. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like we talked about Ennis in the alleyway, like convulsing because of his feelings and stuff like, yes, she's doing the same thing in the kitchen, holding their baby daughter. Wow. I know. Um, it's, it, it, it's really, it's really devastating, um, <laughs> oh to, to watch her kind of unravel this it way. Is, it is. And then like, you know, as they, they, the, the guys, they, they go up the mountain again together to, to where they, to where they initially fell in love. Yeah. And this time they're just kind of on vacation. Right. Uh, they're not tending sheep anymore. And you know, this like jump this, off that bluff dude, into the lake, that, that cliff it. jump. Oh my God. I love doing that shit. And, and that, and I know it's, it's, it's a great thing. I know uh, I've did a lot of cliff jumping in yeah, my life too. Right. And I, I wouldn't do it now, but here, you know, yeah, back in the not. day. Right. And it's really like, you can see it's really Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Heath Ledger. It's not stunt men. Yes. Like, it's them. It's, it's really those guys doing this, doing the full jump nude Way off this go. cliff. I, I totally applaud this. Yeah, doing your own stunts? We need more schlongs in <laughs> cinema. We need more schlong work? Yeah, we sure we do. We need more schlongs I, in cinema. Yes, they need to be There's flopping through the of air. Breasts, of course, so. I know. Yeah, they're not wearing merkins. It's like yeah. y- y- these guys are fully naked. Um, it's like it's it's, it's like Vigo Mortensen. It's the focal point of the scene. It's just they're naked jumping into the exactly. river. Exactly, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it. it should happen because like movies should, if, if, if art reflects life, part of life is being nude. Yeah. So it should reflect that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh man! Um, so, but yeah, they uh, they they then make this this kind of um, plan for the rest of their lives while they're there that they're going to get together periodically in this spot and like try to have a relationship together with yeah. without anyone knowing. Yeah, because like, Ennis says it can't always be like this, and Jack says it can. Yep. You know, let's get a ranch together and do this, and Ennis just says, "Dude, we can't do this. We're both married. We have families." Um, we can't do this. And I mean, Ennis has always been the one in control of what happens with yes. the relationship. Unfortunately. Exactly. Yes. He he's he's the driving force of it because like his unwillingness is mm-hmm. is what prevents them from living a happy life. Yep. Um and and I know I know everybody that in nineteen sixty seven it would have been really hard for him to leave yes. his wife right. and take up with a man. You know, that's it's almost impossible. The people who did that at that time, like incredibly courageous yes 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 like you said you get drug around by your junk yes behind a truck 
because of this stuff in that time. Unfortunately, there's still things like that happening today. Yeah, of course. And it goes unpunished sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and the it, at it's, least it's, it's incredibly gotten a tough. little better. Right, at least exactly. It has. We, we, it's not, it can always be way better. But yes. Man, yes. The um, 60s? Oh, my God. It, was, it wasn't that long ago, you know? 60s in cowboy country. I mean, like, I know. Yeah. They, 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 there was no... Uh, it just wasn't tolerated. And, mm -hmm. like, it was... And it was so alien and uh, and unforgivable by by people then. And yeah. I mean, it just and yeah, atrocities happen unfortunately. Yeah. And and Ennis like also he it, it's it's like meeting that fate is something obviously he wouldn't want to happen. But he also like wouldn't want anyone to even even if even if no one bothered them, the idea of right. knowing that he is a gay man it, uh, like living with another man would be too much for his reputation to take. Yeah, it's hard for him to accept it. Right, Jack can accept it easily. Um, cause that's his dream. Yep. Yep. That's what he wants. Exactly. And he doesn't care what anyone thinks. And I feel like that is what Ennis wants. Yeah. But he can't accept any, he can't accept what people will think about it. Right. Or what might happen to them. Um, Jack is a lot more risky with, with what could happen. Like, and he's a lot more carefree with it. Like, like I said, he's actually trying to pick up another guy in a bar. Yeah. You know, he yeah. goes to Mexico to, to find a prostitute. Right. He, he, he even says later, like, I need this. Like, yes. I can't do this every four years, fuck on a mountain. Right, you know? right. I got to have it. Right. Ennis, on the other hand, he's too afraid. I kind of was reticent when you made your theory about, like, you know, Ennis being a really cruel character to both, like, you know, Alma let's and say, Jack and let's everything. Say unintentionally cruel. But you're trying to convince me with Jack. Because okay. <laughs> I was already convinced about him, his cruelty toward Alma, but you're right about his cruelty toward Jack. Uh -huh. um, obviously, you know, this is like. Jack makes his feelings known, and he does it for twenty years. He leads him on, and Ennis, Ennis leads not, him. Not that he's being malicious. Yeah, but he's. You mean Ennis leads him Ennis on? Ennis leads Jack on. Yes, by meeting with him, you know, like three times a year or whatever it is. Like just, just, just that is. If Jack, I don't know if Ennis understands that this is everything. This is Jack's whole life. Yeah, you know? I don't think Jack spells it out that clear, clearly to him. Until near the end of the right. relationship. Right. Um, uh, and even like when when Ennis gets divorced from Alma, he sends Jack a note, you know, like, hey, we got divorced. Jack thinks immediately, all right, now we can move in on with the plan. Yes. To be together forever. But that's not what Ennis meant. And this scene when Jack shows up randomly <sighs> and Ennis has his two daughters with him because they've been divorced and he gets them once a month or yeah. whatever. Right. Jack's like... um, Comes in like, oh, I thought this meant like, now nah, we can do this. Yeah, Ennis and Ennis breaks his heart right there. Like, no, dude, it's not. It's not what I meant. He does say, I'm sorry. That's how it came out. Like, he yeah. does apologize, right, saying right. I didn't mean it like that, and that's probably on me. Right. But then Jack says, all right, uh, I'll see you in a month then, and he drives off, and we see J Jack driving in his truck <laughs> back to Texas, crying. It's a really that's oh a really God. powerful moment in in the when when Jack is in the truck and it's just like like you see Jake Gyllenhaal like um have the the a real choke up moment yeah. and he just and then he just lets it go mm -hmm. and um man he's he's so uh he's this rejection is so harsh on him. <laughs> man and then he goes to Mexico like you said and finds a a, a sex worker who looks remarkably like Heath Ledger 
You know, D- does he? I, I, didn't I make think the connection, if, if you look at his face, it's like I, I thought I was like, oh, man, I, guess I, I took a real good look. Kind of like him a little bit. Yeah, yeah he's he's tall yeah. and he has like a really angular face. And I was like and he's like, senor. And I'm like, oh, wow, this this yeah, is, the you know, I guess that's true. I never put two and two together because last time okay. I saw it, I thought the same thing, because like you see him kind of like looking at various guys and then uh-huh. it focuses on this one guy and yeah. then he walks up right. and I, I took a look this time. I was like, does he look he does look like Heath Ledger, you know, okay, so there it is a great observation. Yeah. And I love the scene when they decide to get divorced, honestly. They're, Heath Ledger is trying to make love to Michelle Williams, and she stops him like, maybe we shouldn't have more kids because of our financial situation. That's her excuse to him. Yes. And he's like, you don't want to have my kids. I'll, I'll just leave right now. And she says, I'll have them if you'll support them. <laughs> While he's still in her, I believe. Yes. This is what's happening. Yes. At least this time they're face to face because before you see after the first encounter on the mountain, yeah, he's he flips her doing, over. He flips right. her over. Yeah. She tries to kiss him and say like, "Be here with me." Right. She says something along those lines, and he's like, "Nope." Flips her over. Right. And does it the way he did on the mountain. And you know, look, man, I, I the, and the, she's I, tired of that. And and the whole thing of I don't care whether it's Ennis Del Mar or whoever. Yeah. If your wife or your girlfriend or the person you're currently with asks you to for some protection in this moment, uh-huh. you put on some protection. Yeah. I don't care what year it is. Um, it, it just, uh, I'm sorry. No, we're not going to have a kid right now. Yeah, get that prophylactic. Exactly. Let's do, <laughs> let, let's, let's figure this thing out. I mean, my God, you want to have more kids? We're, we're, we're destitute. Like We're living above a laundromat yes. in Riverton, Wyoming. Good God, man. Think, mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's a, that's another part of Ennis's character. Really, is the whole thing of like it's you know, extremes. Yes, it, and and he he's going to live this way his whole life. Maybe that's why he can't commit at all with Jack because it's either one hundred percent or barely anything. Yeah, yeah. And he's too afraid to just go one hundred with Jack. And going 100 with Jack would also mean like kind of uh, maybe even financial security. Yeah. Um, because Jack has a lot of money now. He he's, he, he, he married yeah. money. He married into like the tractor king of Texas. Exactly. This this fucking asshole. They call they call Jack a piss ant. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and this guy like th- this piece of shit um, with a bolo tie like oh, he, he he bullies Jack at every turn. Yeah. Um, and it all culminates in this great moment of Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite scenes. It's one of my favorite scenes of the movie, too. And OK, so <laughs> you, you go ahead. Go ahead. With it's it. it's like they're, they're they're sitting there and Jack is about to carve the turkey. And this fucking. Oh, my God. God this. The, oh, I hate this like guy so much. Yeah, exactly. Like, with his melon fucking head and his brill cream. He comes in there and he, he like muscles Jack out of the way and says he's going to carve the turkey. And then. The, yeah, the, the the boy, the uh, Jack's Jack and Lorene's son uh-huh. is watching football on TV, and Jack gets up to turn it off and says, "You can watch the football when when dinner's over." Yeah, because his wife said, "Stop watching it." Exactly. So he gets up, turns it off. Yes, and whew, this this the oh father-in-law goes over and switches the TV back on and says, "Boys should watch football." He gets up. Jack gets up and does it again and says, "He's gonna eat his dinner the, that his mom slaved over for four hours." Yeah. And uh, the guy Good goes, point. yes, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a very fair point. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm like raising this, my child. Yeah. This, 
this is this is the first thing he said. He's like, yeah, you can't. This is my house. Right. Like, he doesn't come out and say it yet. Right. But that's what he's saying when he does this. Because when Jack goes to turn off the TV yeah. the second time, the bastard goes over to, to switch it back oh on again. God. And Jake Gyllenhaal lets fly. He says, sit down, you old son of a bitch. <laughs> he says, sit down before I knock your ignorant ass in the next week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it, the guy pauses. Kind of stops, uh-huh. and he slowly <laughs> s- slinks back into his seat, <laughs> which is great. And then Jake Gyllenhaal forcefully stands up and grabs the the knife and starts carving that turkey <laughs> like he's never carved before. It rules. And you get a cutaway to to Anne Hathaway's face. She's kind of looking down, and she is smiling. Oh my god! She is horned exactly. up. Exactly. Like, she wants Jack like the, never I'm before. I'm sure she. As soon as the parents were gone, they were in that bedroom. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. It is wonderful. It's one of my favorite moments in the movie. And it's like so it's like almost they could take it out. Almost, oh, yeah. It, you know? it doesn't but need to be there. So it's, but it's just it's just fun to see. And like you, you get a, a picture, too, of like, you know, when 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 Jack says what he says to him, I, 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 I just picture Jake Gyllenhaal like housing this dude, uh-huh. you know, like just like stomping a mud hole into this guy's fucking face. <laughs> you know, it would be so great, and because you know that uh, that like Lorene would love to see it too. Oh yeah, dude. Um, and yeah, and and I I also love the aftermath. Like right before he gets up to to like start carving the turkey again, he's sitting there. He's he's kind of like emo. He's he's really uh like. Uh, like adrenalized he's riled up yeah. yes uh, from what had just happened and he's kind of like he's kind of brushing his forehead a little bit you know and he's <sighs> you can tell he's probably yeah. breathing heavy because yeah. he you know he knows what he just did yeah because um, this guy's his boss too oh yeah yeah he works for him he's right. a salesman right <laughs> right and and I guess the the force of this the, the, the guy couldn't help himself he's now like been put in his place and that's that I think he has a little respect for him now yes. too he's yes. like okay Maybe this little piss ant exactly. ain't as bad as I thought. He's not a piss he ant. He stood his ground, right? right? Like a man. Right, exactly. Yes. This is what this Boys is what, should like, grow up to be a man and watch football. It's just, man. Dude. If if the threat of violence makes you respect <laughs> me more, um, I guess then that's what I'll do. You fucking retrograde shit. And you know what? Maybe some of this anger that has come out is not just frustration with the situation, but maybe some of his frustration with Ennis. It's his whole life. His his whole life has been a lie. It is a lie. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it, it's like he felt ineffectual until this moment. Yeah. Um, oh my god. And then we cut to we cut from Jake Gyllenhaal cutting this turkey with. You know, a nice, huge kitchen knife, a nice fork. Like, they're all silver. In a really nice house. It's a great house. Right. It cuts to this fucking $2.99 electric turkey carver going, (laughs) like, just barely shredding some meat off this little turkey. Yes. And we're at Ennis's Thanksgiving. Right. Total opposite. It's at Monroe's house. um, (laughs) Monroe! <laughs> I yes. love that you know his name off the top of your head, <laughs> Yes, dude. I, I study cast lists. That's okay. one, one of my things. Monroe. Okay. Yes. So Alma is has has now married Monroe, the guy who was the the she she worked at the grocery store and he was her yeah. supervisor. Um, yeah. I don't know if and it's, he was very nice in that scene. Yes, he, he, was, he really, was really nice. I mean, it, and it's clear just in that moment. Oh, this man is in love with Alma. You know, I mean, because who wouldn't? I be? would do exactly. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'll but, clean up this mess. Don't worry. Exactly. I love you. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and now she's with a man who maybe is not as exciting as Ennis was, but he's like a man who loves her. He's responsible. Yes. Yeah. And um, he's there. Yes. And he supports like two, like the kids who, who 
weren't I'm his sure kids. I'm sure he raised you know? his stepdaughters like his own. Exactly. Yes. No. No doubt about it. Um, and Monroe is the real deal. Monroe's a good man. I'm going to keep talking about Monroe. <laughs> yes. I love him. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Scott has just converted I'm to, like, to the church of Monroe. I'm fixed to Monroe now. Exactly. <laughs> I just can't quit. Monroe. <laughs> Neither can Alma and, and nor should they. All right. <laughs> but yeah, this is a great scene too. Right. And, because, and yeah, cause like yeah. Alma confronts Ennis yeah, for the first time. Ennis is there, which is weird, honestly. Like he had nowhere else to go, I'm sure. Well, and but that I think that it's it's natural for Alma to want him, like like to she be with the daughters. And yeah, stuff. yeah, I, I get it. And she she even when she says like you know I worry about you you know being alone still she probably really does. She does. You know she even says you should get married again. Yeah, like you shouldn't be alone. Right. Which is like I mean that's a you know that that's a nice sentiment. God, man, you know she really loved this man. Yeah. And she really cared about this man. Yep. And and this is they're in the kitchen when this is happening, doing the dishes and right. stuff. And it's just the two of them. And she mentioned something about how when he went on that fishing trip, she had put something in the tackle box saying, Hey, you know, bring back some fish for us. And when they got back, he said he had caught tons of them and they ate them all up. And she checked the tackle box and the note was still there. The reel had never even been used. And she, I mean, she already knew what was going on. Yep. But this is like her proof was of confirming. how horrible right. like he's being to them. Right. And she calls him out on it, and he gets really angry, says she doesn't know what she's talking about. He grabs her arm and is about to hit her. He's going to be violent toward his wife. I mean, it's... Oh, it's... my God. And I keep talking about Michelle Williams, and when he grabs her arm and is, it looks like he's going to strike her. Right. Her face, like this frown she gets of fear in her eyes... Her face turns like red and her eyes are about to burst with tears when he grabs her wrist. Like it's unbelievably good. She's, she is some kind of actor. Yes. I mean, you know, really she's a powerhouse. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Was she nominated for this movie? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Yes. And, and she, she's, she's threatening him. She's going to, she's going to like call out and, you know, uh, and eventually she does, thankfully. Yeah, um, she screams. Right, and Ennis leaves the house. Leave, you know, he he goes to uh, to the bar, and he he picks a fight with this guy outside the bar, oh and, and it just like some guy who almost hits him with his truck, and he just goes in there and starts you know swinging on this dude. Yeah, because um, he's not paying attention. He's crossing the street, right? And this guy honks at him, and then Ennis comes and drags him out of the car, and I'm I'm happy. Ennis got his ass beat in this situation. Yeah, I know. The guy got some he licks in. It. Right, exactly. Yes. Um, and this is obviously just, you know, it, this is what he he wanted to do. He he's he's now like been he knows that he's found out that the what he what he was trying to keep a secret for all those years is now, I mean, it's not a secret. This is the first time he's encountered it. Yes. Thankfully it was with Alma. Right. Someone who isn't gonna say anything. Yeah. You know, and uh he doesn't know how to react, so he reacts the only way he knows how, which was with violence. Yes. Yeah. Anger is his only emotion. I know. That I know. he expresses. And he feels emotion. Of course he does. Yeah. He's in love with Jack. Right. And of course he feels emotion. But he does not know how to, to express it because that's how he was raised. Yep. His father, that fucking asshole of a dad, probably only displayed anger of his own. Right. And that's all Ennis knows how to do. It's uh, this movie. I mean, the story is tragic and for for, for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that one in particular, just just knowing that that 
here's what Ennis was exposed to, and here's like the the byproduct of that. There's is, so is many this things person, going on you know, with this movie. I know, so good. Um, and you know, uh, like we see more of like Loreen and and Jack's life together mm-hmm. in that uh, very super uncomfortable scene where. Uh, Anna Ferris and David Harbour are Randall. Yeah. See, I know some names. Dave, good, not just Monroe. Ex- good, good work. Good work. Good sleuthing, dude. <laughs> yeah. You, you, <laughs> Randall is there, <laughs> and uh, Randall tries to put the moves on Jack. Yeah, I like it. Um, and you know, like. Jack looks over. I'll go camping with Hopper, dude. Come I mean, on, it's man. like it's sitting there. You're looking at him like, oh my god, it's Jim Hopper, you know? And and, right. and he is like charming as hell, and he's he looks like David Harbor. Yeah. Um. And like, if if Ennis wasn't part of his life, yeah. you know, um, I, it's it's a really weird moment where like Jack doesn't respond at all. Like he he just there's nothing you you don't see any anything from him yeah um and the scene just ends with that hanging hanging a like kind of hanging in the air yeah because the wives come out of the dance and they they're like all right let's go exactly um so later Jack does say like he does have something going on yes. with another is this is this Randall who he's talking about later you mean when he's when he says he has something going on with it with like some lady who well, like yeah, a married I guess woman that's different but he does I think Jack's I, father later yes. says he came up. With another man, that's and, and that's, they're going to run the ranch. Yes, and that's how we think. I think he's talking about Randall in that situation. Okay. Yes, right. because he he because uh, that was after like him and Jack or him and Ennis kind of broke up. Yeah, and um, it was like, well, you know, this other man is into me, so you know, yeah. and he's willing. So let, let's do this. Right. Um, I don't know if it obviously it wouldn't have worked out, and it might have been what led to what happened to Jack. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like it is. Yeah, I feel like it is because it was just it, it. It got too. I think at one point he like mentions that Randall like works kind of in the same business as yeah. as as Jack. Yeah. And um, yeah, people would talk. Definitely, so, they definitely would. Right. And I mean, after this, we we meet Linda Cardellini. Yeah, she has a, a role in the movie also, and I love her too. She's awesome. Um. She kind of comes on to Ennis at the bar. Right. And it's like, come on, dance. She's real forward, man. All right. So <laughs> so what movie with Linda Cardellini dancing is better? This or Grandma's Boy? Dude, I'm so I'm amazed <laughs> that you like I know. I, I, I was about to say the last time we had Linda Cardellini on the show was Grandma's Boy. I think and from the same year probably. It, I mean, Jesus. Like the same decade it's at so least. crazy. And and like, you know, Okay, obviously this is the superior film. Of course, you I know. know. I just had yes. to mention it. Yes, <laughs> I wanted to get your reaction. But on we, the we, air. we do get to see <laughs> Linda Cardellini dancing again, and in this in this case, like she is like full on. Or at least she's not objectified in this. Well, maybe a tiny bit. Uh, but but for, and it's, it's a dramatic. You know, it, it's not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not like Grandma's Boy. Exactly. She has way more yes. agency. Her character in this. movie. She does. Yeah. And like when she first encounters Ennis he's about to say like oh no I gotta go I can't hit it dude more excuses that is Linda Cardellini Linda Cardellini in a tube top she wants to dance with you and you get on your fucking feet <laughs> you know he does he does and he dance does with her. He yeah does exactly to be fair he does very persistent exactly dude I mean I mean it's fucking Heath Ledger I'd be persistent too of man. course I you mean, come on absolutely and two people who are this impossibly good looking and Steve Earle is playing uh, you know get yeah. out there and cut a rug exactly do something and then she sits down and talks to him and she forces him to give her a, give her a foot rub yes, <laughs> she is bold exactly man. right do you right think she knew who she was it. before this like um 
because they're kind of. I guess they're both kind of townies here. Maybe. Yeah, and she's yeah. she's a uh, a barmaid where at this place, yeah, and sure she just he... got off work. Cause she's probably like yeah. seen him a bunch of times, and like you know, yeah. oh, this guy's really good looking. Maybe they flirted before. It's possible. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they don't go into it, and they don't need to. Right. But, uh, so this strikes up a relationship now. That's yes. Kind of, that's where he is now. He's with Linda Carnelian. Yeah, he's with Cassie. Cassie, right? Um, and then like it, it shortly after this is when is when they they. There's there's kind of two breakup scenes in the movie. Um, the the first one is is where like Jack essentially just asks you know uh, Ennis, look, you know you're, you're not with anybody anymore. Um, I know that you you said that you got Cassie right now, but you don't seem too you know into this. Right. Um, and he he offers him you know come down to Texas, and right. like and Ennis rejects him completely. He says you know something about like oh yeah you got everything figured out blah blah blah. Um, and then the next, the next time they get together is when they fully break up. Yeah. They're back at Brokeback Mountain again. Yes. And this is the, where the famous line is, you know, I wish I could quit you. Yep. This is that scene. Right. And, um, what's such a wonderful scene, dude. My favorite line from this scene is this is a goddamn bitch of an unsatisfactory situation. Yes. <laughs> that's a great that's line. such a mouthful. Like, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal should just win awards for that line right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's crazy too, just like how, um, I mean, it has nothing to do with the scene, but I, I love, I just people, I, I, I love watching Jake Gyllenhaal in this scene mm-hmm. with his hands on his hips and that mustache looking in the distance. And like, oh my God, it, it's, yeah. it's like he gets handsomer as he ages. That's what I love about the old it's, age it's like makeup, you know, of him in yeah, front of that mountain it's so and that great. Lake. And he turns around. He's he's got that big parka Dennis, on. What is wrong with you? Yes, yes. God, it's it's shot so well, and and like it's so. It, we've we've used the word heartbreaking on the show so many times. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like lost all meaning almost. But I mean, <laughs> you know, it just it really tugs at you, and and it, it is gut wrenching to just to just see this whole thing like unravel, because like oh my God. like Jack is. After all this time, he's still trying to convince this man. Hey. I'm here, you know, yeah. and I love you and, and you love me and you don't, for whatever reason, you, you just, you can't bring yourself to like, you know, go along with this. Yeah. Um, and eventually, you know, he, he does decide, okay, well that's it. I've, I've tried to, I've, I've tried long enough and that's that. Right. You know? Yeah. He says the line, you know, I wish I knew how to quit you. Yep. And Anna says, then why don't you? Why don't you just leave me be? Basically, like he said to Alma, you know, yep. well, then fuck you. Right. Right. It's all or nothing. I'm done. And it's it's all or nothing. But like, yeah, it's never all. No exactly. It's always it's nothing. Never all. It's because of you that I'm like this. I'm nothing. It's yes. Yes. I'm nowhere. That's what Ennis says. It's because of you that I'm it, like what? this. So you're blaming him now. What a fucking cruel asshole. I rest my case. Uh, uh, <laughs> Scott just snapped his suspenders, Stamp it, everybody. It's you done. Know, exactly. Sealed and delivered. <laughs> You've been served. He wiped his brow and snapped his suspenders <laughs> and <laughs> he rested his case. Yep, combed my mustache. <laughs> which I don't have, by the way. I just thought it would fit with Jake Gyllenhaal's mustache. Exactly. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hell of a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, like. Once this split happens, um, like we, we, 
we kind of fast forward then through Ennis and Cassie's relationship, which is ending tragically also, because like, it's clear that Ennis has ignored yeah. her and neglected her. And she comes in and says, you know, what's the deal? Yeah. And you he's know, sitting in like a diner. Yeah. Having she pie walks in with her new boyfriend. Right. Cause obviously he's neglected her. Like yeah, you said, exactly. He, he blew it with her too. She comes over to him and is like, Ennis, what, what the hell? Right. Like we haven't talked in what months, I guess it is. Yeah. I'm guessing you got my notes. She had to leave him a fucking note. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. And she is heartbroken now because he's cruel to Cassie. Come on, man. Exactly. Treat people like this. I know. He can't. He just can't help himself. He that's who he is, and and like he sucks. And then he He does say, "I'm sorry." Yeah, he does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he means it. Right. Because he can't help himself. Right. Is who he is, like you said. And she can't even stay here anymore. She leaves with her new boyfriend. Like. We got to go. Right. She's crying. He's like, well, I th- you thought I was fun or something. And she's like, girls don't fall in love with fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a. Oof. Oh, my God. That's a shot. You know, yeah, dude. Right. Fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. With my new boyfriend, Monroe, too. <laughs> Monroe, too. Dude. I don't know his name. I so don't I'm know his name okay. either. It's some tall man who's with Linda Gardolini. That's yeah, all I know. Tall guy with the cowboy head. Exactly. <laughs> Probably some sheriff's deputy, or something. <laughs> right? I don't know. But uh, they they he ends up send he ends up getting a postcard in the mail. Um, it's a return to sender thing, and it's got the stamp on it that says deceased. Ugh. Yeah. So and this is Ennis who gets the postcard, and he goes he goes he goes to a payphone. He calls Jack's house, and Lorene answers. And this is that conversation we alluded to earlier. Yeah. Where he asks Lorene what's going on. And she tells him that he was in some industrial accident where he was changing a tire and it exploded and the rim hit him in the face and he choked on his own blood and died. Yep. Um, Now, that's that's what she tells him. And what Ennis imagines is what probably actually happened, which is, you know, a bunch of guys found out Jack was gay and they beat him to death with a tire iron. Yep. In a ditch. Yep. Um. Yeah, it kind of flashes that on the screen while she's telling the story because right. this is how Ennis is envisioning what really happened. Right. And it's also him. It's just projecting his own fears of yep. what would happen. Yeah. You know, like exactly whether it is what happened or not. I feel like it probably is. Oh, yeah, I, I think it is. is. I think it's what happened. And I think Lorene probably knows that, too. Right. Because the way she tells the story is as if she doesn't quite believe her own account herself. Right, yeah. Um, and she thinks there's more to it. And this is the scene when she realizes, okay, so Ennis, this is the this is what's been going on. Yep. This is the man who has been getting the love my husband should have been giving to me. Yep. But he wasn't. Right. Um, And, you know, he uh, Ennis ends up going to Jack's parents' house and... Uh, he meets with them and he doesn't tell them, of course, you know what the relationship was. Right. He just tells them I was a friend of mine yeah. and they allow him to go up into his room, uh, which is preserved from when he was a child. Mm-hmm. And they find, he goes through like Jack's stuff in the closet and in the back of the closet, when they came off the mountain, um, for the first time, for the first time when they were working sheep herding, uh, and they got in that fight <laughs> and they got in that fight. There was, uh, they, the blood, the, the blood stained their shirts. Uh-huh. Jack was wearing a blue shirt. Uh, Ennis had a white shirt. And Ennis said something about, I can't believe I left my shirt up there. He, he, it's he, a throwaway it's line. A, exactly. Yeah. Uh, when it happens. Blink and, and you miss it. And it turns out that Jack had collected the shirt. 
and he wrapped it up in his blue shirt and it's hanging on one hanger like they're together, like they're one shirt. Yeah, he put the sleeves of his shirt yes. inside of Ennis's shirt or vice versa, whatever it is. So they're they're one. And if this moment doesn't make you cry when you're watching it, I mean, you know, like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's it's just one of these things where, because he, he then picks the, the he takes the, the shirt with the hanger still on it and, like, embraces the shirts. He hugs it. Right. As if he's hugging Jack. It's it's really powerful. And, um, you know. And when did Jack do this? 20 years ago? Right, right. It happened a long time ago. And it's just been sitting there, you know. Nothing uh, symbolizes Jack's love. For Ennis more than this. And he and he did it like by himself. You know, he was by himself and just and took the time to do this and mm-hmm. it meant something to him in that moment. And like it says everything. You know, even even if he hadn't thought about it since then, like just just knowing Man. that like it might be found one day and someone who didn't know about Jack and Ennis would kind of just go, Oh, these shirts are together. Mm-hmm. Uh but then to know that Ennis found it and immediately like interprets it, oh my God, you yeah. know, uh he he was we 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 were we shared a soul you know and 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 i mm. didn't go along with it you know it's yeah. he's feeling every kind of emotion he, in that moment he's kind of realizing his mistakes a little yeah. bit now yeah a little too late yep and oh uh you know eventually he's his his Ennis's daughter is now grown. His kids are now grown. Yeah. And uh, his his daughter, his oldest daughter, Alma Jr., is played by Kate Mara. Yeah. And she rolls up in his E28 and to his trailer that he's got. Awesome car. Man. Yeah. I it's like it. badass. Like, it's a, it's a bitchin' Camaro. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they go in there and she tells him that she's getting married. And, uh, you know. The Kurt. Yes. And and you mentioned earlier about how he's not going to go to the, because he's, he's due at the roundup down in Tetons. And, uh, you know, Jesus. And she, she looks at her, she, her face is just, she's just like, oh my God. Not again, again, come on. again, you're I'm not going to come to my wedding. And you're not coming. For Christ's sakes. He does. He relents. He does say some nice things. And he does, re- like he said, he does relent. He says, I reckon they can get themselves a new cowboy. My little girl is getting married. Yes. Thank God he said this line because I was about ready to crack this DVD in half. <laughs> yes, I know, man. Come on. And, dude, how about you just ask the foreman, can I have the afternoon off to go to my daughter's yeah, wedding? instead of telling her, well, I got to go to the roundup. Jesus, dude. Ugh. People are... People will be I'm reasonable with, with it. Exactly. I mean, come on. And and this is that's the other problem, too, with Ennis is that he... like. He doesn't seem to want anything better for himself, you know, like right. for himself. Take more pride in and he he's he's so lucky that his daughter hasn't gave up on him yet. I know. Cuz everyone else in his life has. Yes, because that's true. of his bullshit. That's true. And she she's just still she, devoted to him. If he did this, if he did not go to her wedding, that would be it. I guarantee you she'd be done with him. That might be the final straw. This is this would be it. Right. He would lose her too. Right. Oh uh, my god. But yeah. Ennis. I know, I know. God damn it! <laughs> You're getting increasingly agitated with Ennis. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, but he, but he eventually she she drives off, and then and the last scene is is the yeah. is the him look looking at the the yeah. postcard of Brokeback Mountain again and seeing the the, the shirts because he's he has the shirts with him. He took them from Jack's parents, and we don't know what he did with them. But then after Kate Mara leaves, he opens his uh, dr- closet door yeah. and. The, the two shirts, they're still together. Right. Like they were, are hanging from a nail on the door. They're not tucked away in the closet somewhere. Right. They're there, front and center. When you open this closet door, you see it right there in your face with a postcard of Brokeback Mountain 
pinned up right next to it. It's a shrine. Yeah. And, um, the last line, he says, Jack, I swear. (laughs) It's, it's kind of an, it's, it's an enigma, an enigmatic line. It is, it is. You know, he he kind of adjusts the the picture that's hanging there, like straightens it out a bit and says, Jack, I swear. (sighs) I don't know what it means. Me neither. Yeah. I mean, you can interpret it. Is he swearing? I mean, that's kind of a slang term, right? You like say like, man, I swear. I swear. Right. Right. Like, I'm going to do this if something doesn't happen. Like, right. That's kind of what I get out of that phrase. But I don't know what it means when he says it here. Maybe, I don't think he's literally swearing he's going to do something, right? Is he? Like, no, I mean, it's it's just a it, it, it's just a declaration of, like, an acknowledgement of their love. And, yeah. and it's it's how Ennis, a man like Ennis, would, would say everything about, like, yeah. this is him saying everything that he wants to say, but it's just in three words. Right. You know, that's yeah, that's him. It's that's, yeah. It's how he expresses himself. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. yeah. I, Jack, I swear. Great final line for a movie. And <laughs> man, I know. But, uh, man, too little too late, though. Come on, dude. He's realized that he's fucked everything up in his whole life. And it's his fault. I think he knows that now. And that's the tragedy. Yeah. Is is the heat? You know, we we always realize way too late mm-hmm. when whenever we've really screwed something up, and um, it it doesn't always end in someone's death. Hopefully, but like you know, just knowing that you you could have oh. had happiness if you had just allowed allowed it to happen. Yeah. Um, and you could have um, like to to when someone when anybody who achieves real love in this world that's what life is all about, you know, and you yeah. had it in your hands and you didn't, and you didn't want it enough. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor dude. God, I, I know. Ennis. I know. And, and you're, you're right to about your, your feelings toward Ennis about like that. He's a cruel man who, who kind of deserves his fate. But in the same time that, that the tragic aspect of it is that like, as, as bad as he is, he doesn't want to be that bad. And he, yeah. he still deserves happiness because he's a human being. He does, you know, and he's living in fear of this stuff. Yes. Which I know in, like we said, in the sixties, I mean, it was so much worse than it is today. Of course. I totally understand his fear. Yeah. Yeah. But he can do, he can do these things in a nicer way, a less cruel way. He definitely can. Of course. He can, he can still get something out of this relationship. Without yes. being so cruel. Agreed, man. Um, he, he, he goes about it the completely the wrong way. Yep. Yep. I'm just glad he saved his relationship with his daughter. Thank God. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, like, there, there is someone in his life who is devoted to him and who loves him, and mm-hmm. he, he obviously loves them back. That's a nice yeah. thing. Oh, my God. Imagine what would happen if he lost these shirts. <laughs> How, what do you think? Like, th- this is, that is Jack. Like, I know. I mean. lose them all over again. And, and to, especially to him, like, to someone like him, who who would um, kind of uh, give uh, a personality to an inanimate object? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, yeah. This is Jack. This is his Wilson volleyball. Exactly. Man. Yes. Th- this is everything. This mm-hmm. is the companion that he lost that he could have had but lost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, absolutely, it's real to him. Dude. So yeah. Good lord. I know. Uh, would you recommend this? Yes, of course. Uh, Brokeback Mountain is um, it, it's a monumental film, and obviously it it's one of those movies that, that, that deserved best picture and didn't win. 
And yes. um, that's like not the most tragic thing on earth, but you know, holy but shit, everybody. Um, Paul Haggis's it crash. Was crash, right? Right. Yes. Um, a Often much considered one of the worst best pictures ever. <laughs> and you know, uh, look, it's it's a much maligned film. I don't think it's that. bad. It's not that bad, but Brokeback Mountain is objectively better. I I've never wanted to rewatch Crash. Never. I saw it back in two thousand five, <laughs> and I haven't revisited it since. Yes. Because even though it was good, it's it's, um, it just didn't have any kind of effect on me. Right. Yeah. You know, and not like this. No, this was this was something way different, and. That, that that year actually it was Capote, Good Night and Good Luck, Brokeback Mountain, Crash and Munich, and Crash won. Fuck that. I agreed. I'm agreed. Right out now <laughs> agreed. And that. I know. Uh, I I don't know what what was going on, but geez, yeah. They and a real misfire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we both recommend this, of course. Of course, five stars. Yeah, absolutely, no question. Yeah, five hundred. Exactly, five hundred stars. This movie rules, everybody, yes. and like, and just see it as often as you can, or just revisit it every so often, and it will always it knock gives you out. More, yeah, the more you watch it. Exactly, it's amazing. All right, so that wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, most of all, share it. It gets more dudes listening to the dudes, and you can go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything else you need right there. Yes, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mostly just Facebook and Instagram, of course, as we said last week, because Twitter (laughs) sucks. But just find us there and at our email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Yes, and Dave, we have a question of the week. What's that? Uh, Question of the week is, what are your favorite movies about living a double life? Yes. Lots of good ones out there. Uh, call into the voicemail, 628-400-DUDE. That's 628-400-3833, and let us know. And stay tuned next week for 2004's Hellbent, directed by Paul Etheridge and starring Dylan Fergus and Brian Kirkwood. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Next time.